This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. It's Thursday, 29 February. It's leap year, leap day, 29 February in the year of our Lord, 2024. We're going to continue our coverage of, uh, we're having a little problem with getting the press conference in New York. Remember, this stretches from the Colombian uh, Panamanian border today. We have Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez on the other side of the Darien Gap. We're, all, we're also in Eagle Pass, Texas with Jane Zirkel awaiting uh, President Trump's uh, press conference there today, visit today. Biden is down in um, is down in Brownsville. He went to the the least part of the part of the Rio Grande Valley that has the least problem. So they're just going to have some trash down there and, you know, no, no surge. There's a press conference in Midtown Manhattan right now about taking on Eric Adams. Eric Adams trying to weasel out of a, oh, I made it a sanctuary city, but I'm going to unmake it a sanctuary city. The collapse of these cities all over, whether it's in Athens, Georgia, and last night the mayor got completely lit up by his constituencies when he's trying to worm out of the danger of being a sanctuary city. As I went through the polling a minute ago, uh, it is it is just absolutely extraordinary of what this polling is on um, with President Trump in the battleground states. Absolutely, absolutely incredible of, uh, of what this is. The uh, polling, I want to repeat this. This is a Bloomberg News Morning Consult uh, just released. I want to go back through this again because you understand the reason these numbers are so big is because of the central issues facing our country, of which the invasion of this nation is number one in every poll. You saw Gallup yesterday from the month of January. Where it was 20, they asked everybody to list their number one concern. It was 20% in January. Inflation, I think, was at 12. That gap is huge, massive. When they did it in February, it's 28%. That increase is enormous. Inflation in the economy stayed the same as big issues. Don't get me wrong. It is the invasion of our country. Now, look at how it manifests itself self in the polling. I'm going to go back through. This is Morning Consult Bloomberg a very strong polling organization, but not one on the on the right. Not the People's Pundit, you know, not Barris, not Trafalgar, not Trump's internal guys. I want to go through these. Pennsylvania, Trump 49, Biden 43, Trump up six in Pennsylvania. Nevada, Trump 48, Biden 42, plus six in Nevada. Wisconsin, Trump 46, Biden 42, up four in Wisconsin. Michigan, Trump 46, Biden 44, plus two in Michigan. North Carolina, Trump 50, Biden 41, up nine. Arizona, Trump 49, Biden 43, plus six 
and Georgia is also Trump 49, 43 plus six. Uh, Those of you who are into pattern recognition understand that Biden's in the low 40s and Trump is just under 50 or at 50 in every one. Having been around Trump a couple of three years from 16 to 20 and now beyond, we have never had polls like that ever. You've never had outside center left renowned polling organizations that had these numbers. Now, why are we there? Because people are understanding this illegitimate regime is destroying the country, its finances, its economy, the lived experience of its citizens. It has us in the beginning of a kinetic war around the rim of the Eurasian landmass, from the Straits of Taiwan, the South China Sea, to the Red Sea, Gaza, the Suez Canal, and up in Ukraine. And most importantly, they have, as we've showed you in the first hour of this show, an organized effort to plan, execute, aid, and abet an invasion of our country. This is not random, and it's not chaos from them. And as Ben Burkwam and, uh, and Oscar Blue Ramirez, and today they have the huge conference that, that uh, the Guardian's talking about, that migration is only going to get worse because of, because of climate change, the cult of climate change. And, oh, by the way, since, we're, since Obama signed it, we got out of it in the Trump administration in the first days, but the global compact on migration is what links this all in. And, of course, you have the three-legged stool of the cartels involved with CCP and others, people that hate our country, the government itself, Homeland, Sec- Homeland Security, Mallorca's the whole crowd, State Department, and, of course, the NGOs. Now, this is, and how's this tie back? to this fiasco on Capitol Hill that we're talking about. We have all the power and all the leverage to end this now. All the power. The framers of our country, the founders of our country, put it in like the House was close to the House of Commons, the closest to the people. All spending must come through them. All spending, not some of the spending, not a little of the spending. All of the spending must come through them and must be approved by them. Johnson, it's very clear. It's simple. You know, it's very simple. In the fog of war, you have to have total clarity. This mumbo-jumbo, I'm going to shift it another week. It's going to be another two weeks here. we got a mini bus and a maxi bus. And i got these bundled, and we're going to do this. Ba-bing, ba-bing, ba-bung, ba-bung, ba-bung. BS, dude. You're a gutless coward. It's very simple. Force him to the table. Use your leverage. The answer is no. No more CR, no more money, nothing. At midnight tomorrow night, it runs out. And then on Saturday morning, you're over at the White House, and we'll cover it live here on our Saturday show. You walk into the White House with your little, you know, your little pad of paper and your pen. Looks like you're going to school. You know, they're sending your parents are sending you off to kindergarten. Note to self, that's not the way to show up a meeting with, uh, with uh, Chuck Schumer, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, Mitch McConnell, and, and Biden. Those people are sharks. You shouldn't walk in there. You don't need a pen and a pad because there's nothing to write down. You should have been dictating the terms, not taking notes. Don't need a note taker. And you tell them point blank, hey, here's the deal. Nothing. You get nothing. Until we get in a room and you get the executive actions that you have and you admit you have to shut this border down. Now the government shut down. If it stays shut down, stay shut down. The nation has your back. Not only is it the right thing to do, 
But the American people are awakened to it, not just War Room. We've been down there for f- four freaking years, three and a half years. Oscar Blue Ramirez, Ben Burkwam, Michael Yan, Todd Benzman, Jane Zirkel, the whole team down there. Time and time and time again to awaken MAGA that then awakened the Republican Party. And with our leader, President Trump, now the nation knows it. And why the nation knows it? The lived experience. Because nurses murdered in Athens, Georgia, liberal Athens, Georgia, progressive Athens, Georgia. Did I not tell you? In the way they run elections, they have two concentrated areas. They have the university towns and they have the urban areas. Ann Arbor, Michigan, Madison, Wisconsin, Charlottesville, Virginia. Austin, Texas. Oh, yes, Athens, Georgia, even in red states. In fact, particularly in red states. And the mayor at Athens, Georgia last night got completely lit up, completely lit up uh, when he lied to his people. Oh, the sanctuary city. I check in with the state of Georgia every time they're sitting there going, you're a liar. You're a liar. You have that girl's blood on your hands. Same thing's happening in New York City right now. This press conference, Eric Adams, they're all trying to weasel out of it. Oh, the sanctuary cities, it didn't mean that. We didn't even like criminals. We never did that. Did we do that? Yes, you did that. You are guilty of that. It is now time for Johnson. Don't give me the biblical worldview. Go Old Testament on us. That's what we want. You don't need the biblical worldview. You need to be like an Old Testament prophet. Shut it down. Show up on Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. You know, rouse uh, Biden out of the bed and say, dude, here's what you're going to do. I need five major executive actions, starting with remain in Mexico, the First Nations Clause, the the thing where people can't come and be a burden on, on the country. You got to have you got to have a sponsor has has economic resources to pay for. Give, boom, boom, boom. We'll give you the five. Walk it over there. In fact, you can take your pad of paper, just take one sheet, write it down, give it to him. Said this is it. You do these things and we'll. Go ahead and open up the government. You don't do that, and it gets shut down. End of drill. No other discussion. It's either you either believe it, and don't give me this mumbo-jumbo, we're going to do this mini-bus, maxi-bus, we're going to do this. That's all crap. Call your people now, 202-225-3121, and tell them, hey, brutally frank, you support this, and you're not going to be running hide from us. We're tired of it. We're tired of you hanging there. And you heard what Chip Roy said. They're still talking about Ukraine. If the money for Ukraine is absolutely essential to to Western democracy, then let the guys in the ski chalets in Switzerland, in Tuscany, in the south of France, in Belgravia, in the west end of of England, in Berlin, in Paris— Go to the Norwegians. Get to their sovereign wealth fund. They got a trillion and a half dollars. The 60 billion comes from them. It's not your burden. It's not your fight. It's their fight. And it's time they stood up for themselves. Because you have a country to protect. Let's go to Jane Zirkel down in Eagle Pass, Texas. Jane, get us ready. The president's going to be there later. What do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm on location in Shelby Park, which has been the epicenter of the razor wire debate between the Biden administration and the state of Texas. Of course, a few miles away down in Brownsville, Joe Biden will be speaking today. And the Hillsgo County GOP has issued a statement basically condemning Joe Biden for his lack of border security. And there will also be a rally to demonstrate against Joe Biden over there. We're expected to hear President Trump at around 2.45 today. As you can see, the razor wire is behind me. The river is behind me. 
The Texas border is crossed by nearly 15,000 illegal migrants a day at this point. This country is in dire need of border security, and it's time that the Democrats address migrant crime. Of course, Trump's visit to the border comes on his statement about Lake and Riley and the brutal murder that she endured at the hands of an illegal migrant who should not have been in this country in the first place. Joe Biden will not even say her name. He made remarks about crime just yesterday. Wouldn't bring it up because it doesn't fit into their narrative. Jane, they have cleaned up. I mean, we've had people down at Eagle Pass, particularly this uh, standoff between the uh, Texas state officials, Governor Abbott, and, uh, and the Biden regime. But the, the, what you're saying in front of day looks pretty cleaned up. Uh, the, we know that Biden has a deal with Mexico right now. This is not the normal, uh, the normal it's not the normal flow, correct? It's, it's been cleaned up, so they make sure President Trump can't get down there and start railing on him? Yes, things are definitely looking rather orderly. We're sort of in a walled-off pen for media, but as you can see, just behind me, you have walls of razor wire. You see some National Guard over there, the razor wire across the river is laid out pretty much fully intact. And this has been an ongoing battle where we've seen, of course, scenes just from a month ago where Border Patrol were, you know, being shilled with with rocks from incoming migrants. The, the migrant flow has been so overwhelming that they had to use shields to shield themselves from these people coming across the river. So this is absolutely out of control. It's an epidemic that our country is facing. And every state is a border state. This can be seen across the country. Of course, in Maryland, where you heard that awful story of the two-year-old boy that was murdered by an illegal immigrant, Maryland has become an epicenter of MS-13 gang violence. Jane, uh, hang on. We're going to come back to you before the the show ends today. I want to thank Brian Glenn and the team down at Rightside Broadcasting helping us out. Um, President's going to speak this afternoon. Jane's going to be back with us at 5. Ben and Oscar Blue Ramirez may have to get on a plane. They're going around uh, the Daring Gap today. We'll try to get back to them. Paul Danz is going to join us next in studio. I'm going to pivot here for a moment. We'll come back uh, to the border situation before we uh, before we wrap up the show. Uh, you think it's turbulent? You ain't seen anything yet. This conference they're having, I have it up on Getter about uh, the conference that the uh, Guardian's talking about. They're laying the predicate because they're saying, hey, it's climate change is really causing this, and you really haven't seen the beginning of it. It's really going to be wave after wave after wave after wave. Since we're now agreed to, because of the Biden regime, the the, global compact on migration, that makes us right in the middle of it. So the turbulence is only going to get crazier. That's why you need to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon today. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Find out why gold has been a hedge against times of turbulence. For man, for 5,000 years of recorded history. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Paul Dan's in the war room next. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold 
And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Daily Mail uh, has got uh, excerpts, I think, from the president's talk today, and it's uh, President Trump saying that he alone can fix this vis-a-vis Biden. I think he's absolutely 100 percent correct. Uh, This thing's got to be a fiasco. When I read those, (laughs) look, let me say this. Morning Consul does not lean towards MAGA when uh, when it polls. That's why it's Bloomberg's pollsters, right? And Bloomberg, remember, is about the terminal. Bloomberg's own personal politics does not come in on the Bloomberg uh, opinion page, on the Bloomberg news, yes. But when they're talking about math and numbers, they're talking about money. Remember, Bloomberg made his money in the bond market. So when he signs up a pollster, it's a pollster that's going to give it to him as straight as possible. Those numbers are blowout numbers. Those are that, that You're talking about a 350 electoral college win. You're talking about a mandate. This is what they told me the other night. Oh, he's not going to get, can't get a mandate, can't win the popular vote. Hey, those th- that's a spread. And there's nothing Biden can do that's going to close it. He can go down to the board. He can go to Brownsville, Texas, as much as he wants. Paul Dance. Um, real quickly, too, just about the lawfare. We started with a seven-minute cold open from Rachel Maddow and her team and Chris Hay. I mean, MSNBC, I have never seen an emotional meltdown Like, I I mean, they literally threw the toys out of the pram last night. They went nuts. And it was quite evident in their emotion. And they even admitted their hair was on fire. I think Chris Hayes said it. That they had depended upon lawfare so much to stop Trump. You're one of the top lawyers in the country. You see Fonnie Willis. All this is kind of collapsing around them, right? Their ability to use the law to try to stop the country from having a choice between the Biden regime and, and President Trump's MAGA movement. Sure. You know, they're taking this all the kitchen sink approach. And and when you sometimes do that, you don't do any of the things very effectively. Uh, you know, it's reaffirming in a sense. We are a country that the rule of law is paramount. And um, it's reaffirming as someone who's given his professional life over to being an attorney to see that, you know, when you do have truth and justice on your way, it will prevail. Now, these cases are still stacked uh, wrongly against the president, and I think they're doing a great amount of damage to um, you know the public confidence in our institutions. We have seen utter lawlessness by many of these courts and prosecutors, but um, you know I do believe at the end of the day we're we're going to prevail in all of them, and uh, you know that's that's kind of what happens when you when you're desperate and they're going. Uh, well, let's talk about desperation because I'm noticing a historical a hysterical reaction to what is just uh, citizens thinking through what should be the direction of the country, in particular where their tax money goes and what policies should be, et cetera, when you talk about Project 2025. Now, the reason you're uniquely uh, perfect to talk about this is that intellectually, when we talk about this construct of the administrative state and this kind of fourth branch of government that's come about over the last 50, 60, 70 years, let's say from World War II, might argue the, uh, it was the antecedent was maybe the beginning in the Civil War. But 
you went at this legally because there's two angles of attack on this. One is the courts, and you can see the Supreme Court is now taking a lot of interest in that. You were involved in that part of it for a long time of how legally you actually go using the court system to present your case and to start to deconstruct the administrative state through all these regulatory laws that they've kind of self-imposed. The other is actually how do you get people in there into the bureaucracy when you win with your 3,000 appointees that you can make immediately plus the 1,000 you have to have Senate confirmed. New York Times has got another piece out today. They are about to go, just like the emotional reaction to we saw last night from Lawfare, from Andrew Weissman and all of them, Right. Uh, you're about you're seeing this now in the in the Wall Street Journal, in the in the New York Times and the Washington Post. It's no longer even a rational argument. They are hysterical about the fact that on our side, we actually have top professionals that are looking at this like Kevin Roberts. You guys have one, obviously, Rushbow, but professionals are looking at what are really the policies we want to implement upon a victory. Sure. You know, it's they say. uh uh, imitations is the sincerest form of flattery, but a 4,500-word fan letter in the New York Times comes pretty close. Let's get Denver if you get it up. <laughs> Why do you say it, it's, it, you know, it is I, fan mail? It's I, pretty yeah. extraordinary. Look, when I, I think the story. author is struggling. He's gone through a struggle session because he read the book, and he's kind of brought over to our, our view of the world, which is the common sense one. No one can, in their right mind can say this is working. The federal government is broken. And um, like many institutions, this is ripe for reform. This is essentially what we're doing. Let me frame this properly. This is a great era of reform that we're about to undertake. And um, we are drawing the curtain to a close on the progressive era. You, you dated at 50 to 60 years. I think we use a demarcation of, of maybe 2000, of, of 1916. You're saying, Woodrow you're saying Woodrow Wilson and yes. the progressives that came that, in. The federal government has been built um, for the last 100 years in a mechanism that is really just to propel uh, a different worldview. And um, the problem with that is that it's complete derogation of our Constitution, which is ultimately the grand architecture of this great experiment of self-governance that we know as our United States. So, you know, we're on our 250th birthday coming up in two years. And what we're proposing really is to do a major historical renovation to bring this government back to the way the genius of the founding fathers, the separation of powers, the um, ability that every power is enumerated, otherwise is reserved to the people and the states, and that we need decentralization and people need to be part of this government. When Abe Lincoln, you know, spoke at Gettysburg, it was uh, to preserve this government of the people. Well, right now we have a permanent government in Washington, and it's immutable and it's it, it's irresistant to change, and that is anti-democratic. Um, you know, the assaults on on our project and the like, and President Trump talked about dictator. The thing couldn't be further from the truth. It's quite the opposite. Um, and if you if you think of a reform era, you know, the the civil service was brought on with um, Tammany Hall and these excesses, the, the spoil system. We lived through the same excess, um, uh, you know, with, with COVID, with the Russia hoax, with everything else. We have now seen the pe pendulum swing entirely to the other way. Um, government, when, this, when the civil service was created uh, with the Pendleton Act in 1883, was supposed to consecrate 10% of these jobs to um, civil service protections. Now fully 99.5% of them are, are, 
are you know reserved to to careers, meaning that a president who comes aboard with a popular mandate from the people can neither hire nor essentially fire people. The the government, and you can read this again in our book, I, I understand the author probably read it, but chapter three, this is yeah. the mandate for leadership. Um, and by the way, the, the editorial writer, uh, the editorial writer for the New York Times actually, and I give him a hat tip because he, in the fanboy letter, yeah. people, more people are going to order this now because it was so interesting the way he broke it down. Yeah, no, he, he did a summary. I mean, granted, it was one with stilted, but, um, you know, this is available online, project2025.org. The PDF is for free. We work in the light here. You know, um, we're taking a cue from the man upstairs. There's no darkness here. Um, this we don't do 4D chess and and try to be too clever by half. These the the bottom line is we have the truth on our side. The 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 system is broken. It's not serving the people. And um, not only does it need to be reformed and made more efficient, it needs to be accountable. And that's the entirety of the whole thing. I, I want to make sure people uh, we pull back the camera for a second and give them the construct here. When I gave that speech at, or a talk at, at uh, CPAC a couple of years ago, I, they asked me, what's President Trump going to do? This is the first 30 days of administration. I said, number one, a new national security, America first national security. Number two would be economic nationalism, bringing the jobs back, tariffs, protections, and all that. Number three would be deconstructing the administrative state. And the media is going, what does Bannon talk about? What's the administrative state? And of course, all the CPAC folks and bib overalls were standing ovation. They knew. I just want to make sure the audience understands something. This is not talking about uh, two, getting rid of two regulations for every one we add. This is not about bureaucrats. Something metastasized here that was very different than the framers ever had in mind. It's a fourth branch of government that has its own rulemaking, its own you know, legal side, its own enforcement side, its own set of courts. It is totally impervious to even congressional control now. It's a, it's a living, breathing thing that has its own ideas of how things should be run. And that's what we're going to the heart of, is that that has to be deconstructed. We cannot continue as a government because it is not just not responsive to the American people. It is metastasized to be its own kind of imperial power that runs the city. Yeah, now it's directed against American people, um, particularly conservatives. But that's exactly right. What's, what's happened is the three powers that the president, you know, the founders separated and and the executive power, the judicial and the legislative function have been ebbed away into this fourth branch. Um, with the legislature, it's called undue delegation, that they basically shuffled off their work because they don't want to do the political heavy lifting. But with the executive branch, it's that executory function of the law. It's executing the law. And that, to be sure, the, you know, Article 2, Section, uh, you know, Section 1, Clause 2, vest the executive power in a president period. That's what the founders, not a committee of presidents, not a so-called independent agency. All this is in a president. So everything that we have today that's grown up, you know, from FDR and, and Woodrow Wilson through the Great Society, through, you know, even Obama years, and, and it's a derogation from that. And it, it really, you know, when we talk about government shutdown, the government never really shuts down. It, it slows down, and um, we're doing what the government is supposed to be, you know, uh, ne necessity. Well, then the question becomes, why are you doing all these other things? 
and we should really take this moment in history to to reexamine why is our federal government in all these other spheres of life. Can you hang for a few minutes in the next uh, thing? Paul Dans uh, joins us from over at Heritage's Project 2025. They are the uh, they're the stars of a major op-ed in today's New York Times, the paper of record of our beloved republic. My Patriot Supply. Go talk to Joe Reek and the guys over at My Patriot Supply, the number one company in preparation. Preparedness. My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Go talk to Joe Reek and the team. Immerse yourself in information. Short commercial break. Back in the warm this Monday. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, the uh, convergence of cyber, I couldn't fit in, Joe, uh, because we got Paul in studio today, Paul Dans. Uh, Joe Allen, going to try to get him on the 5 or the 6 o'clock. 5, I'm being told. 6, I'm being told. (laughs) 6, I'm being told. We're also going to be at 6 o'clock. We're going to go to England at the Foundry for the World War One, for the World War One Memorial. They're actually starting to cast that over there. We're going to go there, talk to the artists, talk to the people working on it. That's going to be uh, done by April, I think. Of course, September is going to be when they put it up in, uh, in Washington, D.C., something we've been covering closely. Uh, one of the aspects that... Um, Joe Allen's been all over is this combination convergence of cyber and artificial intelligence. Now the Pentagon's actually admitting that they're picking targets now with artificial intelligence. That just broke yesterday. Quite dangerous when you go down that path. This is why on Home Title Lock, if you didn't think you had a problem before, you need to check. The combination of cyber and artificial intelligence makes that title of yours just a target. Remember, there's $6 trillion dollars of equity in homes throughout America. And right now with interest rates where they are, not a lot of people are taking out seconds, but they're gonna go and take a hard money second out on yours that you gotta pay back. Go to hometitlelock.com today, immerse yourself in information. Fantastic. I, the other aspect of the administrative state, and you had something to do this in your in your career as a lawyer, but this concept of, the, when they talk about the Chevron deference, and we have all these cases, West Virginia, everybody, and now the media, and our audience is all over this this concept of the Chevron deference, really why maybe you could argue uh, Justice Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, people who had already been uh, uh, legal intellectuals in, in handling these cases or talking about these cases. When they say Chevron deference, 
that was deference to the administrative state, that the administrative state would really be the decider on many of these, would be the deciding element or the decision-making unit when it came to that, that corporate America, th- that the justice would defer to what the experts said, correct? And, that, and that's what even helped metastasize the administrative state. Yeah, it built this entire Washington ecosystem. It essentially gets back again to that undue delegation by the legislature in particular of their what they should be putting into law and, and much more detail. Obviously, laws can't cover every contingency. And, and it, You're um, saying with the laws passed in some general language, yeah. then, the, then the apparatus, the administrative state gets it, and then they do the Federal Register. The federal, the, they actually rule, write out the rules underneath it. Correct. And those rules essentially become much more powerful than what the overall law was or, or the decisions yeah, and, and the details. And, and the people who work in the administrative state interpret the laws and their interpretation carries the day in a court case as a matter. It's very difficult to challenge how they view the law. So everything from, you know, if you have a bureaucrat all of a sudden interpreting the Clean Water Act as, as you know, you know, paramount to preserving a turtle in a particular case or whatever the most ab- absurd thing would be, um, that is going to be extremely hard for, for outside groups to challenge. And then the flip side is, you know, that um, because of that, the corporations have K Street. They have the expensive law firms here, and they are all pushing for, for interpretations and, and re- rulemaking that behooves them. So, um, you know, who's not represented? It's probably the people of the United States. You know, you're sending these representatives to Washington and they're kind of shuffling off their work on these cadre of professionals. No, this is why we say Trump, the reason they hate him so much is in this town, in the imperial capital, our, our phrase is, if you're not in the room, you're not in the deal. You've got to be in the room. And Trump not only put the average American, working class and middle class Americans in the room, he put them at the head of the table. And that's why... And, and this is why this what Kevin Roberts and the team over here is doing so powerful because – and you're doing it complete it, – it's total transparency. Yeah. You have a 900-page document. As the guy in the New York Times, when I read this one, that's why I contacted you. I said, I think it's the best advertisement we've ever had. It's a paid announcement in the New York Times because he actually read – all 900 pages. Now he has his slant on it, but he goes through the level of detail. If you're just a citizen reading, you go, hey, I want to get a copy of this and check it out, yeah, which it, you guys can. No, he kind of, if I might be so bold, I'd say um, this, as the left would like, like to say, this is what democracy looks like. I mean, we are talking about a plan to put people back in their own government. This, you know, again, from the left, this land is your land, this land is our land. But this government is as much your government as any of the folks on K Street and, and the big firms and, and the muddied interest take it. And, you know, to, to build on your analogy about a seat at the table, you know, it's more I hear a phrase often that um, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And so, um, you know, do you think of that as the American citizen's interest? Why? Why? Um, you know, I was just driving through. You know, rural America, and it's falling down. And we have our politicians here saying the most important thing is that we give this money to Ukraine. You know, like you often say, you know, who is deciding that we go off and fight these wars? There's, and how is it prosecuted? And why is this even um, brought to the surface? Well, it's it's a cadre of people here in Washington who are doing all that micro decision making. And the essence of this is when the when people vote through popular sovereignty every four years and even every two years, 
that needs to have an impact. It needs to be accountable. And the positions that are determining policy have to be responsive to the political will. We're not talking about taking out the expert with water safety and the like. We're talking about, you know, that scientific technical expertise, very much a part of government, but it's it's for the policymaker to ultimately sift through the, you know, the cost benefit of implementing it. And certainly where we see these absurd, you know, pushes in electric cars or whatnot, you know, at the same time they're depowering the entire grid, we're heading for a cataclysmic result that is really, you know, an elite uh, fever dream. In fact, we've got uh, Dave Walsh, I don't think, lined up today, maybe tomorrow to go right through. We've got an analysis, a lot of reports coming out how net zero, this whole net zero thing is going to be catastrophic. As you know, we've talked, had Dave on here many times talking about the grid. How can people get involved? How can, I, I want to make sure people, this is totally free yeah. to get. I, it, what Heritage has done is great. They made this totally free and totally accessible. It's incumbent upon it. We know the posse loves being involved. Immerse yourself in, in, in detail. Now, you're not going to read this all in one setting. It's taken best by the time. But there's so many different verticals. You're going to find out whatever your love or interest is, they've covered it. So how do yeah. people go and find out more about what you guys are doing? And sure. more. The more people read this, the more it's downloaded, the more we talk about it. Of course, the more the left's heads are going to blow up, right? Because they understand it's now... It's a people-driven movement. This is true populism where people get involved and can understand what, what, you know, what the government pol- – policy shouldn't just be above the people. People have to understand the policy and actually be the driver of it. So how do they get involved here? Absolutely. You know, we, we're coming together in the great tradition of America self-organizing and doing this. We're not, to be sure, you know, with, connected to President Trump's campaign. But many of our ideas, you'll see one-to-one mirroring. And, you know, we wrote th- – we sat down and wrote this book before President Trump, you know, had even announced. But, you know, our aspiration was coming together, working together, saying the conservative movement can no longer do this infighting thing. We have to win and we have to realize we're united on 80 90 percent of this stuff. Right. So let's go – you know, we put this up. Everything's at project2025.org. But the, and you can read the book. But the, it's more than that. Once you read the book, you really have to get involved. And that's what we're ultimately doing. We have a database that anyone, you know, can sign up to actually get into this government. You know, when I say anyone, most of us aren't in a position to serve, but most of us know somebody who could do this work. And you could just really sponsor or encourage that person. Maybe they're your best employee at your company. Maybe they're your daughter. Maybe your, your neighbor. But... Um, the idea is you no longer need connections in Washington to serve. You need conviction. And we have to – this isn't going to change until the right people get in and start pulling the levers of power and being smart about it. And that's what we're training people to you, do. You also have another – it's a training uh, module too that people can go yes, talk to us about it, that. Uh, our entire project is on four pillars with the notion that we were going to assemble a team to hit the ground running day one and um so the first was the policy book you read the book see if you're you're aligned with it um you get clued in what these agencies do um two you sign up for the database you build a a conservative linkedin you build your profile 
you tell us what areas you're interested in, your background. We want to see that you gave to the movement. You know, you don't have to be the corner office partner or the really successful person. The indefatigable person who keeps popping up to the surface, that's what we want, the roustabouts in some cases. And then three, we want um, you to learn before you go on the job how this thing works and what's expected of you when you serve. So there's an online academy. You can take classes. We've crowdsourced that through um, experts, 400 people coming together and essentially giving anecdotes, the primer that you would pick up on the job. Too late to pick up on the job. You have to know when you walk in day one because, you know, the building, you know, is 95 percent. The reality here in Washington, we have a permanent government. Uh, The people vote 95 percent Democrat. Their um, political contributions of federal employees tend 90, 95 percent towards one party. And uh, you need to know who you're serving with. And you have to work effectively with them, but you have to have the right mindset. And then four, we're building a playbook, a real 180-day checklist of how how to roll um, and really be smart about taking down regulations and guidance and, and really getting into the deconstruction. And that is really more our, our operating manual. That's, that's, that's under work right now, and that's not... That's the sort of we'll plan. We'll see that later. Take, yeah. I, I want to make sure, you know, Paul was kind enough to come over and, and speak at the Force Multiplier event, and I got tremendous feedback. You didn't have enough time. I think it was like six, eight minutes. That's what I wanted to have you on today. To be a Force Multiplier, folks, that's why I want to make sure everybody in your own nodes and cadres, I want to make sure you drive everybody over to Heritage to the site. Um, and remember, um, Kevin Roberts in fact, I'll get to Grace and we'll put the link back up. His great uh, when he did the panel at uh, at World Economic Forum in Davos, and he told Davos, "Man, you're the problem, right? They they haven't had a speaker like that in a while. We got to make sure that Kevin Roberts gets invited back next year because that kind of shocked the Davos crowd. But we need everybody to push this out. One, it is a great learning tool." When people talk to you about, hey, what's MAGA and, you know, MAGA, we understand you're a bunch of, you know, right-wing crazies. This gets you the kind of depth of knowledge that everybody thirsts for. It's totally free. Then you can push it out to your friends so become a force multiplier. Your uh, social media, where do people get you? Well, you know, I, I am at project2025.org. Okay. That's, I'm, I, they're, I'm smart not so know, they're smart enough. I, I, I love to have Dan's have his own, have his own Twitter account. I, I'm not clever enough <laughs> to come up with it. I leave that to the others. But, um, you know, bottom line is you have to get involved. You know, yeah. We have people. There's a plan coming. But when, you know, there isn't a cavalry. It's when you realize you are the cavalry. And take Nobody's charge. coming to save no us. Coming we to save, save us. We've got to save ourselves. To, and that starts yeah. with getting involved. And we do. Not everyone can come and serve in Washington, but you know we have to make sure we have the talent. No, and you can be there. as knowledgeable back and, in your in your hometown. Absolutely, it's very you can important help for us, us in so many other dimensions. It's all free. Go make sure you go one more time. Where do they go? Go to project2025.org. Also, folks, I want to make sure you see. You've seen Paul now a couple of times in studio, but at the event because. He and Kevin Roberts are going to get so demonized over the next couple of months. The, the left, Joy Ann Reed and Chris Hayes, and of course our own Rachel Maddow, they're going to make him. They're going to make him a horn devil. So we want to see in the flesh what a good man he is. Well, we'll put on the armor of God here, but we are, you know, uh, we have a great faith in this republic. That like the so many generations came before us to build this. And when, when you're hit by that and realize the great indebtedness that we didn't really deserve to even inherit, 
Um, it's incumbent on us to take our small portion of life on Earth and, and, and propagate it for the next generation. Fantastic. We're going to take a short commercial break. Be back in a moment. By the way, we keep right here in front of us all time the full armor of God just down there to make sure that we know we know we're always protected. Of course, that's going to make their head blow up tonight. That's the Christian nationalism coming through. <laughs> short break. Amen. Back in the warm in a moment. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, Paul Dan's uh, left uh, project to some swag from Project 2025. Hey, uh, Grace, I'm just telling you, I got my swag here from the worm today. But this is a man-sized, this is a man-sized mug. We're going to have to talk. Uh, I love this. This is my favorite. Man, he left a man-sized. You can fill up with Warpath Coffee. Go to warpath.coffee slash worm. I think I'm going to do this in the afternoon show. I want to thank the team over Project 2025. And we're going to work it out that we're going to have at least one of the verticals every week to go through it to make us all smarter and to make sure you know some of the great works being done here uh, in D.C. to fight the administrative state. Uh, federal judge, folks, every day is a struggle. New ruling just came out temporary. Uh, Jane Zirko, I'm going to go back to, um, back to Eagle Pass. Also some new developments, what's happening there. Get us up to speed. Yeah, so breaking, a federal judge has temporarily blocked Texas's SB4, which is the state's immigration enforcement law that would allow Texas to have their own deportation force targeting individuals that they suspect are in the state illegally. This has been legislation that was part of a package championed by Greg Abbott. Of course, Governor Abbott will be down here with Trump along with Ted Cruz this afternoon. And another development, there has been a dead body that has washed up on one of the ramps that President Trump will be touring down here in Eagle Pass. So just goes to show the magnitude of this immigration crisis and what Joe Biden is causing. Joe Biden has blood on his hands. He has Lakeland Riley's blood on his hands. And just now, another migrant has died trying to cross the border into America. Jane, what's your social media? How do people pick you up between now and the time we come back here at five? You can find me at Jane Zirkel on Instagram, Twitter, Getter, and YouTube. Thanks, Jane. And we'll come back to you for the afternoon show. President Trump's supposed to be there 
at four. I, don't, I think that's central. I think, I think it's Eastern. Anyway, we'll get it figured out when you come back here at five. Uh, Charlie Kirk's up next uh, with two hours of populism, nationalism. I think Charlie's got a new announcement on a conference he's going to be putting on in June. You want to tune in for that. Poso after that. Uh, you've got um, at Miranda Khan Teradal at four. We're back at five, five to seven. Um, Mike Lindell. Uh, first off, give us get us up to date. What George is exploding all over from the murder in Athens and the blowing up of the mayor of Athens, who's a sanctuary city. To I'm getting I'm getting stuff from people in uh, in Georgia all day long of things that are going on there. Uh, tell me about your event last night. Well, I, I uh, did a two-hour speech, uh, and uh, that was probably about uh, 600 people there from all, uh, uh, mostly in Cobb County. And uh, I was down there, Steve, we're getting, uh, as, as you know, we're working every county in the country to uh, get the paper ballots hand-counted. Um, uh, it was a great event. I'm heading to Florida today uh, to do a, a event there in the villages, and then I'm going to be heading to Illinois to do nine events in three days next week. And uh, everyone says, well, why are all these states important? Every every county, every state is important, everybody. We've got to get to uh, get to our election platform secure, and we're well on our way. And uh, the people were really, uh, really hopeful down there. I told them they, they're kind of the tip of the spear down in Georgia with all the all the stuff that's coming out. I had a really interesting thing there, Steve. Uh, one of the guys knew Brad Rassenberger personally, so we sent him a text message. He said, I'm with Mike Lindell. He's kind of an interesting guy. And uh, Brad sent back, uh, yeah, yeah. Or what did he say? He sent back, he says, uh, uh, yeah, you're you're really funny, LOL, like, like I wasn't with him. <laughs> he said, that's... Uh, so we were kind of giving Brad a little hard time. Uh, I, as you know, I, I I go after him every day. I think he's one of the worst politicians in history, one of the biggest blockers this country's ever seen. It's shameful down in Georgia. What do you mean by blocker? Explain that to this. Uh, this is a term you've been using a lot lately. Yeah, to explain they, to our well, audience. Got a blocker. A blocker is like uh, Robin Voss of Wisconsin when they do a big investigation, then they get done and they don't, and they block us from getting two paper ballots, um, or they block us to secure our elections. Another good. Another blocker is Kim Hammers in uh, Arkansas, Cleburne County last year voted to go machine free in their county to go to paper ballots. All of Arkansas was going to follow suit. Kim Hammers quick through thing through the Senate, a bill through the Senate, and it says, if you go to paper ballots in Arkansas, we're going to defund your county. That's a blocker. There's no reason that they should be fighting fighting us to get to paper ballots when the RNC ruled 168 to 0. Paper ballots, a resolution, paper ballots, hand-counted, precinct level, signature required. And and we're tired of fighting our own party, Steve. Uh, we're, we're coming through, and we're going to keep calling them out like Crooked Brad down in Georgia. We're tired of it, and uh, we're tired of being blocked by the RNC, the GOP. And, um, you know, they better start. Uh, we're, we're running out of traffic. Here we've got ten months, but we're we've got over two hundred and sixty counties committed to paper ballots. Another twenty some in um, um, in uh, South Dakota looks like they're going to go to paper ballots. So we're winning all across the country, and uh, we just want to get as much as we can secure to get our great real president Donald Trump back in office. Uh, Mike, uh, people love that you're on the factory floor yesterday. Uh, get us up to speed. How, how are we doing? And the question people ask me: We still have the uh, What's the story with the shipping? Yeah, they, uh, Steve, I was uh, 
we're going to bring the free shipping back for the war room policy today. I got quite a few text messages and emails going, come on, Mike, bring me back the free shipping. We'll buy more. Well, okay, everybody, here's your opportunity at the war room policy for the war room policy. We're going to bring back free shipping. Here's one of our specials. We have the bathrobes as low as $49.88. Remember, these are made out of Supima cotton, the best cotton in the United States. And uh, uh, free shipping on your entire order. So you guys, you know, I, I'm, I listened to you. I brought back the free shipping and uh, for the war room, exclusive for the war room policy. So you go to the website, go to see, you see Steve's picture there and shop away. You got the percale sheets there, $34.98 for the queen, $39.98 for the king. The geese of dream sheets, we put them $59.98 for the queen, $69.98 for the king. You've got the, the premium my pillows, by the way, the Giza. Uh, $24.77, the lowest price in history. That's what you've seen them making yesterday on the factory floor. $27-something 20, uh, for the king, uh, the six-pack towel sets. So not only you all get them, you guys asked, and we delivered. Free shipping on your entire order. Call the operators now. They're standing by. They wanted that back, too. They go, Mike, you got to give the warm room back. Give them that free shipping because they buy more than anybody. So there it is, 800-873-1062. And uh, Steve, they, uh, you know, they, and, and you know what, they, they deserve it. You guys have been the greatest supporters of my pillow, and uh, as long as they can get on there and support my employees, so I can get out there and keep doing these events to get the paper ballots, we're all together. Mike, thank you so much. Okay, uh, I'll be up on Getter. Stick around for Charlie. Going to be activity in the house. Make sure you let your congressman know where you stand on this. You're dug in. Let them know. We're back here at five, action-packed day-to-day in the war room. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. 
Go there. Do it today. Check it out.